When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, McCoy. Hey, McCoy. You're looking live at the GOAT here at PHNX. Not me. It's the studio, the Diana Taurasi studio here at the PHNX studios. I'm your host today. Brent Musburger. I'm Craig Esposito. That's right. No Lindsey Smith. So there are no rails where we're going today. Oh, boy. It's all Bookman and Gerald Borgay, and we have brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. I never noticed that you go total sports broadcaster when you do our intro. Oh, yeah, to start it off. Like, you're yeah. like, hello, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the fun. Palatial Studios. I'm not allowed to say welcome, PHX. right? I, I, have to, I have to work in other things. Mm. Ah, look, you got to go professional off the top. If I'm like, hey, what the F's up with all you? Welcome into whatever the hell this is. Yeah. Nobody's listening after that point. I, I take my cues from uh, Lindsay Smith. She's mm. got two M- Emmys. So She does. Know. She does. How are you guys? <laughs> She's the only one that's going to get Emmys. Apparently, <laughs> and that's how it's going to stay after yeah. the show. Apparently, there's no energy here yeah, when Lindsay's rough. not. How are you two? I'm doing okay. great. All doing right. Great. Yeah. I'm being I'm being informed that there is breaking news. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's go out to the Phoenix Suns training facility okay. for this breaking news. That's something you anticipated these first few days starting to become a fan. Well, are you saying that's me? Yeah, I started to see, notice that a lot of teams. I don't mind that. Yeah, I mean, I can do that. I just I need to get my dog out of my bedroom so I can get a good night's nice sleep every now and again, and then I'll be able to maintain it. But uh, yeah, no, I enjoy it. I think that that's just kind of my, my culture. We really enjoy getting around other uh, success, and, and, and that carries over in the form of being a little rah rah and up and about. Um, I don't know if it's the mohawk or what's going on with the fan favorite thing, but yeah, I mean, I'm just being mean, man. Maybe I'm just a dickhead. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, yeah, I just, I just enjoy uh, being who I am, and, and if that's how it falls, that's how it falls. Breaking news: Our friend of the program, Jock Landell, actually confirms that he's a dickhead, <laughs> which I knew when he was here, and Did he you? gave me crap. <laughs> I love Jock. Which is why he's a fan favorite. I I just, I love Jock. How did that come up at practice today, Gerald? Someone was asking him literally like, what's your take on, you know, being here for as little time as you've been here and already kind of being a fan favorite? And he was like, oh, that's me? You're talking about me? And then uh, he kind of went into his little spiel. (laughs) He's he's got a very funny self-deprecating humor. He's talked about, you know, how little hops he has and like how they asked him, 
what he one word he used to describe his game. He said terrible. So <laughs> like he he's got a good sense of humor about him, and that's only going to make him more endeared to this fan base. I take I think we should take credit for him being a fan favorite. I think we can a little bit. That yeah. interview, yeah. that interview at before he even played a game, uh, before he even <laughs> set foot in the practice facility, mm. uh, made me a fan automatically. We're the first ones to be able to talk to him. Yeah, here in Phoenix. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we brought mm. him onto the show, and he was a hit, and oh, that's yeah. it. It's delightful. <laughs> I mean, always humble we are, but I love yeah. I love that he's not afraid to have a little fun at his own expense. Mm-hmm. Uh, not many people will call themselves a dickhead and do it proudly. <laughs> uh, I think there's at least two out of the three of us would, but uh, and and have fun with it. But mm-hmm. so I like that. But what else came out of practice today, Gerald? You were out there, uh, obviously. A- any news that we need to know from Suns practice? Yeah. So for starters, um, obviously, there's been questions about Cam Johnson. Uh, um, I was able to snag this little video despite getting photobombed a little bit. There's Cam Johnson in the back there working on some dribbling drills. Um, and he doesn't have the brace around his right hand anymore, which is a good sign. He still has kind of a little wrap around his thumb, um, but obviously progressing in the right direction, which is big because opening night is a week away at this point. Um, so we, we haven't gotten an official update on what his status is yet but hopefully soon we will. And then obviously there's been a lot of questions about Dario Saric, who has not been with the team uh, recently due to personal reasons. A lot of speculation about whether he is on the trade block or what's going on there. Um, So we haven't gotten any insight on that, but he wasn't at practice today. He apparently wasn't at practice, their last practice here. Um, I know people were having questions about whether he was there because there was that NBA all access thing that showed him on the court. But I think that was from Saturday, not Sunday. Yeah. I had put on the tinfoil hat and thought, Oh, here we go. It's like the Zapruder film of the Suns. We've got footage that proves. No, I talked, talked with Suns media relations that was shot on Saturday and they released it yesterday and kind of made it look like it was real time. None of that was, it was all from, from Saturday. So that did cause a lot of confusion. Yes. So no, no conspiracy theories here. Dario is currently not with the team for whatever reason, those personal reasons are hopefully he and his family are okay. And it's not anything serious, that type of situation. But um, yeah, we just got to wait and see what the deal is with that whole thing. I hope it's nothing bad. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's just weird that they wouldn't, I mean, I, I guess it's not weird if it's a personal thing and it's, you know, it, it, depending on what it is, you know, like you don't want everybody to know all your business. So I get that. But if it's just really a way for them just to make sure that he's not playing and gets himself hurt because they want to trade him, then I mean, like you already put Jay out there. You might as well put Dario out there too, I guess. Like, I, <laughs> I doubt they'd send both guys home like uh, where they wouldn't yeah. because then you've you've killed all your forward depth going into opening night unless you know that that you have some deal potentially done we'll get into trade rumors a little later in the program as mm-hmm. uh there was some news on that front uh money give any hints as to what we can expect in the final preseason game um not entirely because we because at shoot around he he has his pregame thing so at shoot arounds he doesn't normally talk to us but um he did mention like they were building up to kind of normal ish minutes for the starters in the third game so I would guess in the fourth game, they kind of take the foot off the gas a little bit more, um, you know, get the starters in a little bit, 15 to 20, and then maybe take them out. I'd be surprised if they played more than they did the other night. But 
We'll just have to see. I think because they have two new faces, because they have a lot of bench guys that are out and a lot of guys that want to prove themselves with this opportunity, I think we will see a lot more run from the second unit tonight. There are f- some reinforcements yes. on the way. that came uh, announcement came late last night. Uh, Frank Jackson is no longer a member of the Phoenix Suns. And uh, enter... Two guys that kind of know the Valley, having played high school ball here, Adonis Arms and Saban Lee. Uh, The Suns get the backup guard from Utah that they've been searching for, at least their fans. (laughs) Unfortunately, not Jordan Clarkson. It's Saban Lee. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, Adonis Arms doesn't seem like a guy that's long for the roster, which is interesting because they've got a week before the start of the season, they they bring him in uh, and – Really hasn't played a lot. Uh, In summer league, he played for the Nuggets uh, and averaged 9.4 points. Did shoot 54%, averaged 3.2 rebounds and uh, an assist, roughly assist and a half uh, there in 14 minutes of action. This feels like it's just a body because they're low on guys. I think they're both just bodies in my opinion. I mean, neither one of them do anything um, at a high level. Neither one of them's got a skill set that you can point to and say, oh, yeah, this is something that the Suns would, would absolutely love to to, to use. Um, Adonis Arms can play some defense. He's a good defender, came from that Texas Tech program. I was able to see him play uh, two games uh, last year uh, in the tournament. And, you know, I, I came away watching that team not even knowing who Adonis Arms is, if that tells you anything. So it's like he's the kind of a whatever. I just feel like they just threw in some bodies just so that way they can get through tonight's preseason game and maybe the next couple practices, and then they'll move on and be done with it. So, I, And Saban Lee, he doesn't have a skill set that, that that you can point to and say, oh, that's elite. He just doesn't. So I, To me, of the two, that's, that's the one that he, Saban Lee may have a shot at that, at that 15th roster spot. Uh, a young point guard who saw some success in Detroit, started some games, uh, but really showed his skill set in the G League. as was an all-G League second-teamer last year, averaging 24 points, 6.8 assists, and 2.2 steals. And then, you know, some decent stats in Detroit last year. I think we have a graphic for that one, but, uh, you know, a little over 5.5 points, 3.3 assists, and 2.2 rebounds. I mean... I think there's some potential there for Saban Lee out of the two. Do you think there's a chance uh, Con- for him to be the Con- 15th guy? Connor says he's elite. I mean, layup line. I mean, look, like Saban Lee and Adonis Arms, they could just be bodies. They're both kids that went to high school here mm-hmm. in Arizona, so it could just be, you know, a, a fun story for them taking a flyer on two guys that are kind of fringe NBA players at this point. Um, but they do bring athleticism and defensive playmaking to the table. That's the one thing that both of these guys are kind of good at. Um, Arms, you know, was known as a very good dunker during his time in summer league and in college. Um, And Saban Lee, I think if I had to pick between the two, I would guess that is the one that's more likely to maybe get a roster spot because the Suns still do have that open roster spot. Um, And he, they need help in the backcourt. He's a guy that is a very good playmaker off the bench um, he checks out very highly as a facilitator and also as a guy who racks up a ton of steals and deflections. Like he's only six foot two, but I think his wingspan is like six foot nine or something like that. So he he's a very good defender and he's a really good pickpocket. He's good at just stripping guys of the ball and, and kind of being a ball hawk as a safety. 
Um, so I wrote about both of these guys at, at GoPHNX. If you're interested in learning more, they might not be around for very long. They have a very limited amount of time to prove themselves because they have one preseason game left. Um, but, you know, it, they're flyers that are worth taking because they're both very young. I think they're both like 23 or 24 years old. Um, and they look like NBA talents, just maybe not on this particular team. Could it be an indictment on Dwayne Washington Jr. and what they've seen from him in preseason? Because both these guys, uh, you'd mm-hmm. assume, would uh, would be competition for him. And he's he's on a two-way. That mm-hmm. could always easily change. You can you could eat that money if if you decided to. I think they there may be a little concern on that front. Maybe, but I think they've also because they locked him into a two-way contract, you know, he has a certain limited number of games he can play with the actual team. So I think it's just being realistic about what he might provide and, you know, casting a wide net. You never know when you're going to unearth a diamond in the rough and I'm kind of glad the Suns are doing that a little bit more because in the past, the guys that they were bringing in were like 25, 26-year-olds who barely played through their first two or three years in the league and didn't have as much to offer. So at least if you're going to do that and bring in unproven guys, at least make them a little bit younger and see what you've got there. Higher or lower, five days uh, that Saban Lee spends on the Suns roster. Oh, man, that's tough. Because you're basically asking, is he going to be on the roster past like Monday's deadline for the roster? Lower. <laughs> lower I'd probably sure. say lower, but we'll see what we see in preseason tonight because he should get a chance at some minutes, even if it's just garbage time. Well, if you're feeling lucky and you enjoy betting the higher or the lower, you can do that over at our friends on Underdog Fantasy. I love their pick em. Uh, I've made some uh, significant scratch doing that. Uh, I know our friend... Uh, Derek Montilla has as well. You can also bet higher or lower on number of days that Saul hits the legs in the gym as well. Uh, and <laughs> I don't think you're going to win a lot of money on that, but you can bet it nonetheless. Uh, search in the app store, or click the link in the show notes uh, for the Underdog Fantasy app and use that promo code PHNX. Our friends at Underdog and us will double your first deposit up to $100. I did it. It's nice to get that extra scratch. Mm-hmm. in the app that's underdog fantasy promo code phnx and get in on the action today and if you want to celebrate your victories in the underdog fantasy app crack open a beer from our friends at four peaks and i say make it the pumpkin porter because they ain't going to be around very much longer like saw's legs when he puts pants on <laughs> uh they only show up every once in a while but that pumpkin porter is spectacular uh, and check it out over at our friends at Four Peaks. They also try their pumpkin porter cheesecake if you're eating over at Four Peaks. It is spectacular. We'll be out there the last Wednesday of October as well, so you can come out and see us. Just a reminder, you must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks beer. Enjoy it responsibly, but you don't have to be to go out to the brewery, check it out, and check out their ghost tours as well. Uh, you know, As much as I like the pumpkin porter, I like some trade talk. Yeah. And we got some trade talk we do. from Jake Fisher over at Yahoo Sports, who had a story on Jay Crowder today uh, that he dropped that had lots of nuggets in it. I mean, there, mm. were, there was a sizable amount of info in here, but where I want to start and what I found most interesting was the note on Cam Johnson mm. that supposedly the Suns refused to include him in a KD trade, and they're hoping to land him on an extension four years, $72 million. I mean, what do you make of that? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, you really think the Suns 
sat there, had a deal on the table, and the Nets were like, make sure Cam's part of that deal, and the Suns were like, nah. No. <laughs> Come on, No, man. my guess is what happened was Sean Mark said, yeah, we, we'd love to make a deal with you if Mikhail's there, Cam's there, four picks, and like, yeah, no, no on Mikhail, no on, no on Cam as a, an initial offer, and that's where where this kind of thing comes from. Well, and he later had to clarify this in the story that initially that because he initially wrote that Cam Johnson was off limits and not included in the Kevin Durant trade talks. And then he had to update. He said, someone did just clarify to me. Phoenix ultimately put Johnson on the table, okay. which I, no shit. Like, I hadn't, I hadn't gonna, seen that update. Yeah, so yeah, that I makes a hell of a lot more sense. I hadn't seen that either, but right. as usual, Right, right. You, yeah, it was no, obvious. Well, like, no shit. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. If it came down to it, of course. Why do you have glitter on your face. Do I have glitter on my you face? You have glitter on your face. It's I probably from the point. chair when we. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to go back to the <laughs> okay. to, to, to the celebration the other day. Yeah. Uh, I did find the four-year seventy-two million interesting because I think mm-hmm. that's where we all kind of landed mm-hmm. was in that seventy to eighty range. Yeah. I think if they could get him for four seventy-two, that's a heck of a deal for both sides. Yeah, about eighteen million a year. That's pretty. That's pretty solid. Um, I think that would be good value for both Cam and for the Suns, and that would make him, you know, down the line. If you need to put together a blockbuster trade, you can still do so with Cam Johnson at that salary. That's pretty easy to match a max salary using him. Manuel has a blockbuster trade. He wants Giannis and the Joker for Saul's legs. Who says no is uh, is the big question so there. So one per leg? <laughs> Dead Nivel <laughs> yeah. yeah. said glitter is the herpes of the craft world. Oh, it really is, though. <laughs> it's everywhere. There's a couple other worlds, too. But anyways, uh, I also found it interesting. Uh, Fisher said the Suns are not interested in just getting a first for Jay Crowder, to which I say, who in the hell is offering a first-round pick for Jay Crowder at this point? You never know. You never know what team is going to be desperate, what team is trying to get rid of you. Listen, like, if you have another prima donna on your team that you want to get rid of as well, Hmm. maybe there's there's some wiggle room there, you know? Like, it just depends on what the situations are. I'm never going to put it past. I mean, we saw... Who the fuck would have thought that the Timberwolves would have to give up four first-round draft picks for Rudy Gobert? Like, I don't what? think they had to. I think they were bidding <laughs> against themselves. Still, like it strange. doesn't. I mean, you just never know. So, like a first-round pick for Jay Crowder, depending on what team is interested and what they want to try and get out, it's not. It's not obscene. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Like Miami, you know, them trading their first-round pick. Let's say, you know, they're expected to be in the in the mix for a you know for a championship. Um, you know, that pick's going to be in the, the 28 to 30 range. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. That's basically a second-round pick, too. Like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, but the only way that the Heat are getting involved is if we're talking a December after they can trade some of the guys they signed this offseason. Right. I, I do think Jay Crowder's value, especially if you think about the teams that want to trade for him, it's all contenders. It's all teams that want to take that next step and help him with a championship-caliber roster. I think those are the teams that are more likely to give up a first rather than the type of starter or role player, at least, that the Suns are looking for in return. So it doesn't surprise me that if a first had been offered for him and the Suns were like, no, like we don't, that doesn't help us for this season. Like we've talked about this before. They are looking for players they can plug into their playoff rotation because that's what they're losing in Jay Crowder. They're losing a part of their playoff rotation. So a first does nothing for them. And it wouldn't surprise me if that's what teams are kind of offering. Like, yeah, take our 25 to 30 pick 
three years from now for Jay Crowder. We're trying to win right now. Um, so that part doesn't surprise me. Some of the other stuff in here, like the players that they're targeting and the fact that there's been no traction on those things, I, I don't know. A lot of it just kind of feels like conjecture. I don't well, know. Yeah, I, it, a lot of this was, well, other general managers in the league are saying this. Like right. the, the Bogdan Bogdanovich thing, I, it made me kind of laugh. They're like, uh, multiple GMs are saying Landry Shamit and Jay Crowder for Bogdan Bogdanovich could get it done. Right. Uh, but one source with the knowledge of the situation claimed Shamit hasn't been a part of any of the Suns' active offers. So it's like, right. okay. Well, and that could be the way he phrased it. That could either be the Suns aren't offering him or that could be the Hawks have no interest in him so he hasn't been a part of it. <laughs> like it's It's all just kind of very vague. And it does sound like, okay, which GM was playing around with trade machine like in the morning? <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it definitely does. That one, though, we talked about. I think mm -hmm. that one would make a lot of sense right. for the Suns to add a guy like Bogdanovich on that, even though he, he's got a, a knee injury that he's recovering from. When your attitude is, I don't care in, until we get to the playoffs, like mm -hmm. you could take a flyer even if he's a month or two away on that. Yeah, for sure. The other name that was mentioned was Derek White from the Celtics. Mm -hmm. That the Suns have interest in him. Is that a guy you'd want to get on? And you think Jay Crowder can get you get you in those discussions for a Derek White? When Derek White was such a valuable piece to them last year in their finals run, mm -hmm. I I'd be hard pressed to see them giving him up just because you know he was a, a solid backup uh, to Marcus Smart. Um, I would do that trade. I would because I think that's a that's a legitimate backup guard that you could use uh, off the bench. He can score, he can pass, he can play a little defense. Like he's he's a good player, but mm -hmm. I I don't think I actually think he's a little bit uh, of a notch, just slightly above Jay Crowder because he can do it on both ends. Mm -hmm. Whereas Jay's basically just a a one trick pony right now, just defensively and intangible wise, he's good. But offensively, you just so he's a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, I I mean, Derek White would be a really great pickup. I think Brendan Clean on Locked on Suns has been on that train from the start as far as him being a potential Jay Crowder piece. I think you'd have to throw someone else in there because Derek White makes about 16.4 mil and Jay Crowder's at like 10.2 for the upcoming season. So you'd need to match salary there. Yeah, would you I mean, throw... Would you throw a pick in, and if if Boston's looking for that, I don't know. I, that's where I'm like, I don't think, I don't think Jay's enough to get you. I don't there think Boston it. cares about a pick right now. They're trying to win a championship, so picks to them are kind of useless. Right. That's that's the main thing that I struggle with. Is I think Jay Crowder would help them, but like Derek White's younger. He's under contract for, I think, a couple more years, maybe. Draft picks are only are only um, desired and and big time assets to fans and shitty teams like the, <laughs> the, the higher tier teams, you never see them trading for a draft pick. Like that just no. doesn't happen very often um, because they're trying to win a championship. So they're trying to get pieces that are going to help them do that. So teams like Celtics, the Warriors, you know, the heat, like it, it's very rare unless you need that draft pick just to move something. But uh, in this situation, I don't think a draft pick will do it. They'll probably want to get a player so that way salaries can match and then decide what they're going to do after well, that. I mean, they're another team that had, had rumored to be interested in KD. Mm. The, I could see a draft pick being interesting if they feel like KD could come on the market and they want more firepower uh, to But that's to get never going to happen because in order to get KD, the Celtics would have to give up Jalen Brown, 
and Marcus Smart. Supposedly they and, offered Jalen Brown. And, 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 yeah, but not Marcus Smart too. And Marcus Smart's the one that would move that deal. And that's not going to happen because if you take off Marcus Smart from that team, you're not winning a championship with, Jay, with Jason Tatum and KD alone either. Like that's not happening. Yeah, it's it's I don't know. Giannis it's, could beat those two by himself. Oh, I I don't disagree with that. Uh, uh, full Giannis with uh, with Middleton healthy, I think, is significantly better than anything. I think the Celtics are going to put out there in reality, but uh, it'll be. I don't know. That's the kind of deal I could see, you know, a few weeks into the season, maybe a month into the season. Celtics realize they need a guy like Jay. Suns are like, yeah, we really need that backup guard spot filled here. Let's make the deal now. Like, I don't think that happens before Wednesday's season opener. Yeah, for sure. And I, it, it's tough trying to trade a veteran piece from a team that's trying to win a championship to another team that's trying to win a championship. Because guess what? They're both going to want players that help them in that quest. They're not going to care as much for first-round picks. So that's why, for me, a team like the Atlanta Hawks maybe makes more sense because they're a younger team that's looking to take that next step. Jay Crowder can help you there. Maybe they're willing to give up a piece of their rotation that you know they don't value as much because they want that veteran experience yeah. uh, that defense that type of skill set a team that does care about first round picks that was mentioned in this article the Utah Jazz the Suns have inquired about Jordan Clarkson uh that would be where you'd have to give up Jay Crowder and probably a first round pick to get Jordan Clarkson there's some Suns fans that are completely enamored with that name and some that say <laughs> keep him the hell away from this roster that guy's a chucker mm-hmm. I'd be okay if it's the return for Jay Crowder, though. Yeah, a return for Jay Crowder would be cool. Um, I just don't want to give up too much more for for Jordan Clarkson. Right, and I, I if you're ha- if they're asking for first round pick, I'm saying no to that. Like I don't, yeah. I don't. I mean, he's going to ask for first. That's what Danny Ainge is doing all summer. Um, but I, I just his shot selection, his decision making is not great. And his three-point shooting is not great. Like Those are kind of the things that you would need out of a campaign alternative if he's not playing well. And I feel like you know, he can get his own shots, but are they good shots? Are they efficient shots? But, not really. But the other part of this that, that I feel like we also need to take into consideration with some of these players is, is like he's playing in Utah. Mm. Utah's system was kind of like just whatever it's like mm-hmm. you know donovan mitchell heavy and you know jordan clarkson was asked to take up one of the shots when um you know coming off the bench and all this other mm-hmm. stuff he gets here the dynamic is, is is definitely different like you know this it's not kind of just willy-nilly do whatever the fuck you want it's very it's organized it's, mm-hmm. it's more organized than it was in utah <clears throat> um and and every piece of that puzzle understands how to play with each other so you come into an environment like that and where the structure's there, it's a little bit different. You're not asked to do so much. And by nature, you kind of consolidate and kind of, uh, you know, uh, minimize the, you know, the frills of, of your play in order to conform to what the team is doing. So um, you also got to take that into consideration. I, that was a lot I of just, complex words on this. <laughs> like, I, feel like, I feel like you've got the Walmart version of Jordan Clarkson on your roster with campaign. Like you're not really upgrading – all that much i mean and we discussed a gaggle of players here that i think i feel like Derek white and bogdan are the are the two that could legitimately help you mm-hmm. if you get them for jay i just 
I don't know how much of this is just conjecture that came up in this article and, and or things that are close because it never feels like a deal that the Suns make. You get much, uh, much smoke before it. It's usually it happens and you're like, oh, well, we didn't hear anything. Yeah, about that. I think it's going to be some team that we haven't even talked about or thought about at all. Like it's yeah. going to be out of nowhere, like the magic. You know what I mean? Like a team like that where maybe you bring in a, a piece or two that nobody's talking about, you know, or God knows, you know, I, I, there's there's so many teams. There's 30 teams in the league. Like they got 29 to choose from. I'm sure something's going to come out of nowhere. Yeah, and, and the article mentions, you know, the Suns' interest in K.J. Martin, so the Rockets are another team that maybe could come out of nowhere with or without Eric Gordon. Um, but, yeah, it, it just this whole article does feel like kind of, a lot of well this executive thinks this or if you yeah. plug in the math here this could work like it, it's not a ton of concrete like solid nuggets that we're going off of here um but i did want to address something from the chat earlier saying because this has come up a lot in the last year or so that the suns are going to be the next utah jazz in terms of a team that can't make it out of the first round. Did and somebody I, say that? Yeah, somebody said that. And I just <laughs> got to say, because people keep com- making that comparison, like the Suns are about to be the Jazz, they're about to, they had their window and they missed it, and now they've topped out. Like, I get it as, in terms of their championship ceiling, maybe they'll have to restructure and regroup after Chris Paul's prime is done here, which is pretty soon. But like, Devin Booker's still 26, Mikael Bridges, Cam Johnson, 26, DA, 23, 24, whatever he is. Like, they're going to be good for a long time if they keep everybody together. I don't get that notion get, at all. The the Suns... They already waited have, to the finals. ...have a championship window. The Jazz never did. That right. team never, never came together. Right. It wasn't a collection of as much young talent. You had... Mitchell and you had Gobert. I mean, that was mm-hmm. that was it. And Gobert had no offense. And a I lot mean, of aging players that were not going to be around forever given their contract situation. You have your four best players, potentially four, with a Cam Johnson extension under contract for the foreseeable future. Very different situation, especially because the Jazz only made it to the second round. Like, they topped out as a second-round team multiple times the Suns have been through two playoff runs they made it to the finals one year and they should have been a championship team the other year when they completely fell apart I think people get so shocked by the way it ended that they just make wild comparisons like that yeah the the, first of all they've gone they've gone past the first round in the last two years alone right they've gotten to the finals they've done things the Jazz couldn't do they just have Mm -hmm. so that's a horrible assessment (laughs) Horrible. Even if they get bounced in the first round this year, still a terrible assessment. Well, yeah. I mean, and that's not to say that we don't we don't think it's possible there's a regression with the Suns team this year, but they already accomplished more than the Jazz. So I think that's just bad, and I think there's a longer uh, a longer window even after CP3. It just requires uh, some retooling there. For sure. Uh, okay, I've seen Let's Tank the Season and Fire Monty Williams <laughs> in the chat. We're already at What's mid-season happening? level, and What's we haven't happening? even finished the preseason tonight. What is happening? It's, it's it's impressive. I think the chat needs some OGs. Yeah. I think they need to calm down, pop an OGs, maybe even get some sleep using their new uh, their new flavoring dreams with the 2 to 1 THC CBN ratio gummy. CBN is a compound that helps especially with falling asleep and staying asleep. And this sleep edition gummy is in their new aquaberry flavor. 
I don't, I've never heard of a waterberry, but uh, I, <laughs> I, I'm interested in trying it. All their flavors are spectacular, and we highly recommend you check it out. Uh, OG's online at ogsbrands.com and on Instagram at ogsbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Again, must be 21 and over to purchase. I want to go to these people's jobs. <laughs> What do we got? Uh, and I want to see how they perform at work so I can be like, fire them, fire them, <laughs> fire. Why, why, why would you put that cover sheet on the TPS report? No, fire them, <laughs> fire them. Like, it's so easy for us to be like, fire this guy, fire this guy. Like, John, we always tease Johnny because Johnny swears every coach in the NFL is going to get fired <laughs> after three games. He wanted Vance um, Joseph out yeah, after one. Yeah, so. and it's just like, dude, like – Monty's a good coach. Mm -hmm. Sure, he has some flaws. Sure, he can improve. But damn, son, like, mm -hmm. it'll, it's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. He's coaching a good team. Mm -hmm. He's a good coach. Like, whew, there's, there's everybody a, calm down. There's chill. a fine line between, like, we're so close to a title and we just need this extra oomph to get over the mark and completely forgetting what the 10 years before this regime were like. Like, how did we Man. get so entitled so fast? Like, I'm not saying we should just settle for being a good team again. We want to reach the pinnacle and be a championship team. But, like, damn, y'all are so quick to want to fire this guy it's and like trade this Watson. guy. It's, it's, it ain't Earl Watson, Igor Kokoschka. It's freaking Monty Williams, it, it, people. It's so crazy because, like, if you go, like, on an individual basis, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we've all had, like, maybe a string of, like, a couple years where things just – didn't quite go the way you wanted them to, right? And mm -hmm. you remember those years when you're in the good moments of your life. You're like, man, I went through all this shit, but here I am doing this, right? Mm -hmm. But for whatever reason, in Sunsdom, we can't do that. <laughs> like no. 10 years of absolute dog shit basketball. Mm -hmm. And and then we have a bubble run and everybody's like, oh my God, we're winning a ship. And then we get to the finals and everybody's like, oh my God, we're so close. And then we have 64 wins. Everybody's cool. And then game seven happens. And now blow the whole fucking thing up. I don't want any of this. It's fucking awful. Just end it. It's, end it right now. It's, it's like we, we we got the taste, right, in the finals. Right. And now we're just itching. Like, we're like, fire him. Get somebody in here to give me my fix, damn it. Like, oh I don't, I don't get it. We sacrificed hey. Chelsea for this, okay? Yeah. She's gone for you guys because you wanted somebody's head. Now she's gone. <laughs> it was a little much it. when she asked for Gerald to be fired. She uh, did. I thought yeah, it was too much. Tough. I just thought that was weird. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad she's definitely not watching because Missy when she Lindsay. takes an off day, it's an off <laughs> yeah. day. Uh, by the way, our friends at Game Time, if you want to go yell at Monty and tell him he should be fired, mm -hmm. $3 tickets tonight. So go mm -hmm. do that there and, and not yell it at us, all right? You can mm -hmm. get in the game uh, with our friends at Game Time. Click that link in our description. There's no better place to get last-second tickets. I'm actually going to do this for the uh, for the ASU hockey game on Friday. Uh, I want to go. I want to go with the crew, uh, but I'm not going on a press pass, so I'm going to find uh, one of these tickets at game time, and it's spectacular. They said 3 bucks to get in to watch Suns Kings tonight. They got great deals on the home opener and any other sporting event or concert going on in the Valley. So check it out. The link in our description of this podcast, and you can get tickets 
to some of the best games out there. Talking about Suns versus Kings, let's take a look at the injury report oh, God, for tonight. We have to talk about this fucking. We game? do. Why? <laughs> for like five seconds. Because we're a oh Suns podcast. And there's a game. We got to talk about this useless ass fucking team from Sacramento coming into town, oh, playing boy. their scrubs against our scrubs. What are we talking but, about? Saul, there's something for you to get excited about. Well, tell me what that is. Way. Is Landry Shaman not playing? Yeah, let's put it up. There's oh, no Landry Shaman tonight. Unbelievable. And you can watch it on this TV. This is the one game he should play. <laughs> He needs to get some reps. I want to. I want to see more Josh Akogi. We got a first look at him mm. against Denver. He's probable tonight. Obviously, Cam Johnson campaign out. Landry Shamit out. Uh, Dario Saric not with the team. Personal issues is not. Is NWT a new abbreviation with this? I I don't remember seeing NWT Newt. not with the team. Like you're setting me up for failure. Don't don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Salt, yeah, do it. it's not with do team. It. No, I'm God. not doing it. Don't do it. Nope. NWA and Compton. No, I'm not going to say. No, nope. nope. no NWT. Look, uh, I mean, I mean, you're right. None of this matters tonight. If they no. play their starters more than 12 minutes, I think, I think it's problematic. Like, let's not get anybody injured. Like, what are mm-hmm. we? What are you really doing tonight? You're looking. You're getting a look at the bench guys. You're getting a look at which guys can actually play for you. Which guys actually show you something off the pine, which is tough because a lot of these guys have not played together. Some of them are new. Some of them are hurt. Like that's all these guys know. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a hodgepodge. Come on, man. (laughs) We're we're a Suns podcast and they're Suns basketball. Get excited. Hold on. Let's not call this Suns basketball. It's Suns basketball. This is is Suns basketball. Okay. This is basketball played on the Suns court tonight on See, television. I almost want to go to the game just so I could be like, what the fuck are we doing out here? <laughs> what are we doing? That's the wrong play, you asshole. My, my guess is Monty hands the clipboard to somebody tonight. It's the kind of game that you go, hey, Devin, you want to call like six or seven plays? Here's the freaking clip. Run the huddle. Like, oh, who gives a crap about who takes the fourth game of preseason seriously? You do. You put the goddamn injury report on. That's who. Well, we got people gamble still on preseason. You got to help people out. And it's only a week till the regular season. So these are things <laughs> oh we need God, to keep tabs on. Fucking week to go. Hey, That's why we got to get excited about actual basketball when it's played. I just, you know what? This is an actual basketball. Honestly, like if I could get courtside seats, I would just stand up the whole game and just heckle the Kings. You can for five dollars <laughs> on game time tonight. I think Unreal. That's how little it matters. <laughs> oh God, no, not Crowder and a first for Josh Hart. Stop, Jamie. Stop. <laughs> I look. I mean, there. It is meaningful for. Uh, for the the Dwayne Washington Juniors of the world, uh, I can't imagine you're gonna see Saban lead tonight. Like, I, I mean, think why would you? What plays does he know? Like, what the fuck what else is he gonna play, do? Why is he here? street ball? Like, <laughs> like well, you're gonna wait till game one? He they literally signed him last night. They had a walkthrough today. It's, what is he going? Are you just okay. literally rolling first the ball all, out and going, "Hey, have fun, guys"? First of all, listen, like you need to stop because. <laughs> Uh, listen, <laughs> basketball plays are not 857 fucking deep like the NFL playbooks, okay? Yeah. Like, there's a couple set plays. There's some things that are just a natural occurrence, like in terms of where you go if so-and-so cuts and things like that. It's mm. not that in- complicated to pick up. That's why that's I never bought bullshit. it. I, I, that's no, why no, no. That's why, out of the court. that's why I thought that was bullshit. That's why I thought that was bullshit. It's like the fact that he doesn't know the playbook. I'm like, fuck all was, you guys. It was four that was months case. later. It's not that fucking complex. It's not. Lindsay, I can pick back. it up in a week. Lindsay, come back. Oh, God. <laughs> 
So David Lee has had 15 minutes to look at the playbook. He's fine. Minutes. He's good. Aaron Holiday had but four months. Can't play guess, the bastard. Guess what? Can't happen. Guess what? The rest of the team that's going to be playing on that garbage-ass court today doesn't know the plays either. They're all out there like a fucking chicken with their head cut off. It's just a bunch of, you know, it's, it's going to be okay. It's going to be fine. Just throw the fucking ball out there, run a goddamn pick and roll from the top, and call it a goddamn day. I mean, you were the one that said this is the type of game you just give Devin Booker the clipboard. So they're not going to be running a lot of their advanced you, stuff. You don't just think, roll the ball out, let him do it. You Devin Booker knows the playbook to call plays? Oh Gerald's now slandering Devin Booker you in the You act like play. Bonnie is like, he's got a clipboard in his hand. He's like, hey, 32B. <laughs> like, no, that's not what happens at all. I was just setting it up for the Aaron oh Holiday God. joke, oh, all right? So, so we're going to see a lineup of Saban Lee. Adonis Arms, yep, uh, Wayne Washington Jr. Uh, <laughs> who else can we throw? The French guy that I can't remember his name. Timothy Luau Cabarro. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that guy <laughs> yes. who won't be here for the rest of the of the month. <laughs> Charles in the comments. R.I.P. Audio listeners. Sorry, <laughs> blow out Sorry, guys. your ear sockets. <laughs> Hope you didn't like your car speakers. <laughs> And your sweet, sweet rap. Uh, I love how I was the one that was like saying, yeah, I'm going to be interested in preseason. And you two were the ones that got fired up about it in the end. <laughs> oh, I'll watch every second honestly, of this Honestly, like what was happening was it's like all this preseason talk was really putting me to sleep. <laughs> so I had, I had to pick up my own energy just to stay awake. God oh, bless. my gosh. It's so hard to listen to. Nothing oh, like this. 18th guy on the roster could somehow oh, make it. God. He can actually do so. You know, he's really good at dribbling. Did you know Ooh, that? He's the, an elite he's, dribbler, he's huh? He's such a good dribbler. He's, such a, he's an elite dribbler. Dribble, right hand and left hand. Ooh, and left? Can he go between his legs, too? Easy there, killer. Oh, okay. Can't expect that. All right. I spent three right. hours researching these new dudes, and they're going to just <laughs> shit all over that time. <laughs> Live on the air. Well, to be fair, they're going to shit on themselves tonight. Ger oh, Gerald, we're all just dickheads, all right? Didn't we learn that at the beginning of the show? The moral of the story is we're all Jock Landale fans Jock, here. Jock letting us know at the beginning. We're all just dickheads, and that's why people like us. You want to play a game, guys? Yeah, let's play a game. Oh, God, please. It's not going to get any better, so oh, this isn't a better game. Oh. We're going to play a little rank and file in our honor oh. of Adonis Arms. We're going to play rank and file. I gave you guys five player names from son's history mm -hmm. i wanted to rank them one through five mm -hmm. in terms of best let's show the list here the names were adonis Arms, skeeter henry smush parker bow outlaw and archie goodwin mm -hmm. and that is actually saul and i finally on this show for the first time ever oh, agree you guys were identical we wait, wait, wait. are you oh, sure wow. you didn't just tell us to fucking fill out the the roster <laughs> and then you realized at the last minute you didn't do it no fucking copy paste i handed mine in first you happen to have the same one come on adonis arms is the best you picked bo outlaw gerald adonis arms is the best name bo outlaw is just a badass name that's a bad, that sounds like a freaking Wild Western name. Yeah, and like Adonis Arms sounds like the kind of name it's, that is in an action movie. It's incredible, but it's like also a little on the nose, maybe. Like, I, how do you maybe? A how little? do you feel like as a parent? Mm -hmm. That's a lot of pressure you put on your kid. The kid's born, and you're I like mean, Adonis. Yeah. yeah, our last name's Arms. Adonis. That's where we're going. They had to have had a sense of humor or very high expectations for their well, child. You know, it's not necessarily true because, as I mentioned mm. yesterday, mm. Uh, my parents actually named my sister's 
middle name Rita. So <laughs> if you say her name full, it's uh-huh. Babetta Rita Bookman. <laughs> I love there, that. Thanks, mom but, and dad. But you you did bring up a good point. Since your parents are both deaf, it's not as as if they, they had sounded yeah, it out phonetically. Sound so, so at least there's some ex- Adonis Arms. Like just is like I mean it's it's not like Apollo no, Apollo Creed naming his son Adonis. You're he's already named after a, a after a god. Yeah, you know? that's like that's a character from like the MCU or from the Rocky franchise. Adonis Arms. That's incredible. <laughs> I. I love Bo Outlaw though, and honestly, Skeeter Henry had a case to be number one in my book. Skeeter's like, a great. <laughs> that is a fantastic. Got to be a nickname, right? I can't imagine his parents really was like Skeeter. That's at the top of the list. <laughs> it's really bad when you know those songs came out and people start going ski ski. <laughs> oh yeah, God. no, it, it took a, <laughs> probably took a turn at that point for him. <laughs> Thanks, mom and dad. Yeah. Now I'm a punchline. Just think of the 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 friend from Doug. Skeeter, is true? No. Can we can we put the list back up here? Uh, so Gerald went oh, Bo Outlaw, Adonis Arms, Skeeter Henry, Smush Parker, Archie Goodwin. Yeah. Uh, Smush again a nickname, but mm-hmm. uh, a, a fun one. Uh, Archie Goodwin, uh, ironically, I think never saw a Goodwin in Phoenix. Right, I that's mean, the problem. <laughs> His name was ironic because of the yeah. team he played for during that time. That's rough. I I don't I'm not as high on Smush as you guys though. I mean I guess by one spot. I mean, but. Yeah. I mean there's <laughs> only five spot. spots. There's not that far. That's I true. can't believe you guys put them at three. I put them at four. <laughs> I almost yeah. I almost included Utah Tabusi just because of yesterday's Utah conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but I figured we didn't need Saul to go off on, on, uh, on Salt the Lake state of Utah again. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I just. I, for the name only, I wish Adonis Arms was going to be around for a long time, mm-hmm. uh, just because I really do feel like it's one of the top uh, top names in Suns history. So a little fun there. I think we have uh, someone else we have to look at here. I'm not used to doing these ad reads. Uh, yeah, no, I, I think we're I think we're good here. <laughs> Uh, so. Thank God. I, I don't, I'm oh my like, gosh. I'm so bad. It's it's so tough to go from sitting in the seat down there, just having takes, reacting, letting Lindsay play traffic cop. Oh, you that, still had takes. Oh, I did. <laughs> None of them were good because I had to focus on driving the damn car. Mm. Uh, you know, but it, it's it's a little weird to to do that. Yes, Dragon Bender uh, is an honorable mention according to the chat name wise. As well, I think anything else anybody has, or can we uh, veer this off the road and, and go? Home? I think it's already veered off the road. Good. I we think we're flying off the cliff right we now. We live off we're the road. Fucking Thelma <laughs> and Louise style right now. So we go. Well, I have a random question for you oh, guys. Random no. question. Here we go. Okay. Emma, the dilemma. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Hey, we we need a name for Emma in the chat. We there need you- a name for Emma. We don't know what to call her because we called Shane the mustache behind the Mac. Mm-hmm. But Emma needs a nickname. I don't think anybody's given her a nickname on any of the shows. No. So the, the pixie like, cut behind the PC. I'm sorry. Isn't it a pixie cut? I, I said pixie cut. All I right. I said pixie well, cut. Yeah. I'm just gonna get to my question now. Yeah. So when you guys are making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, mm-hmm. to you to grab the peanut butter and jelly, do you use a knife or do you use a spoon? Knife. Not a knife. Strictly knives. Strictly, yeah, strictly knives. knives. Did it this morning. Knives out. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> what do you do? I, I use a knife, but so many people. I keep seeing like so for some reason I'm on like mom TikTok. 
<laughs> I think it's because I say mom. Like, that's the, the nickname. No, I think it's because I say oh, mommy yeah. too much. So it's like moms. It's literally oh like moms God. making. Wait, would you say you were looking at what too much? No, she says. I thought she said she Did says say mom. I says I says mom. I say oh. mommy too much. I think, and I think and that's why I'm on mom. Picks up mommy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like it's like moms making their children's like lunch for the day, and when they make peanut butter and jellies, they're using spoons, and it freaks me out. What what kind of sicko uses a spoon? You know how it's next to impossible to get that shit yeah. out of a spoon. Mom of course, Sean, thing, of way. course, Sean would be the one that raises his hand. No, yes, this is Sean. Let Sean explain himself. We've already gone you've off got the rails anyway. You've got an hour after this show. I I'm allergic to peanut butter, so I don't make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in particular. So peanut butter, I'd probably use a knife. But mm -hmm. for something like loose like jelly, a spoon, you scoop it up and then you spread it out with a spoon. It's way easier than a knife. Yeah, but the peanut butter is the problem. Yeah. Peanut butter gets stuck in a freaking spoon. Then you either got to get a knife out to scrape it out of the spoon or use your damn finger yeah. into the into the sandwich. A thick peanut butter, you got to use a knife for sure. But anything else, I'm, I'm pro spoon. You're mm. making a peanut butter. Jesus. God. Now I understand. Like, usually it's funny when I'm down on the other end. Oh, but boy. running this thing. Just, uh, God. That's <laughs> I, I, I caught in the chat says we need Emma searches. <laughs> Listen, Emma's got game. I don't know if you guys know that. Oh, Emma's a hacker. Emma's got. We should game. just call her the hacker. We went out last week. Holy <laughs> shit, she's got game. Good shit, Emma. Man, thank you. We need thank those. You. I was like, I mean, I wish I had those skills when I was a, when I was a kid. I was about to say. <laughs> when I was a kid. Hey, I'm 21 now. So. She's half your age, so I mean, there's a kid, basically. Yeah, basically. All right, we're getting out of here. For Gerald Borgay, follow him at Gerald Borgay at Saul underscore Bookman on Twitter. You can follow me at Espo. Lindsay, come back. This is just too tough. Ahoy, ahoy. <laughs> Hey yo, my lifestyle is retro. Tell the Phoenix Metro. Megas in control and he ain't never gonna let go. BH and X though. Lindsey Gerald Espo. Saw past the ball. We here to turn up the tempo. Got to understand me. Y'all always wreck the family. Rally in the valley like.